How often do you forget to say thank you? Really be honest. Many, many times, I'm sure. And you know what? No one's at fault. You're about to say it, but you hesitate for a moment. And then the person you want to thank is gone. I'm Gloria Moraga. This is one-on-one communications in the digital age. Communicate, please, and subscribe and share my podcast. Back to thank you. I thanked my father for many things in my life. Hell, he lived with me for the last eight years of his life. And I know I said a lot to him about how much I appreciated him. But I don't think I ever said, thank you for your service, dad. He was stationed in the Philippine Islands during World War II. He was on a warship. He never talked about his service. Not really. Just that he joined the Navy when he was still just 17 years old. And he lied about his age to get in. And that he served in the Philippines. That's it. I asked him more than once. And I got no response. Not really. On this Veterans Day, I'm thinking about Eddie Moraga and all of the veterans I have known in my life. And I am so thankful that they served this country. I love my country. Yes, I have been shocked and saddened by the selfish way many of my countrymen and women reacted and are still reacting to the COVID pandemic. And I'm appalled the way 2021 began with anarchists and traitors trying to destroy the democratic process and our U.S. Capitol, attacking and killing police and trying to trample on the U.S. Constitution as well. I don't think that this is what our veterans fought for. Of course, there's so much we know now about how disgraceful many of our veterans are treated when they return home. And this is from a study published in 2015, so I'm sure it's even worse now. That study showed that 10% of veterans screened were homeless and another 5.3% were at risk for homelessness. Now that is approximately 10 times the rate of the general population. And homeless veterans are more likely to have an opioid addiction. That's just just a teeny weeny bit of what our veterans are living with after they finish our service. The two veterans I was closest to in my life were my father and my uncle, Robert Hill, and both suffered from alcoholism. I'm not sure about the rest of my relatives. Most, if not all, of my uncles served in the military, and many of my cousins, and many, many friends. The video I created that I've posted on YouTube features some of my relatives. Their pictures are old and faded, and color has changed with age, and so have they. When I asked one of my closest cousins, Stevie Lopez, for his military pictures, he said, I'll see if I can dig them up. You know, it was 50 years ago. 50 years ago. He joined the Marines in the 1970s. He was promoted to Marine Sergeant in July 1972. And when Stevie was toughing it out in the Marines, I was graduating from high school and then I was in college. I was wearing anti-Vietnam War t-shirts and drawing peace signs on my book covers. We wrote letters to Stevie Lopez, our cousin, the Marine. Once my cousin Debbie sent him a letter and she drew a psychedelic peace symbol on the envelope. When Stevie came home on leave, he said, please don't do that again. Why? We asked. My DI, 
drill instructor, made me eat the letter. <laughs> and that's what he thinks of peace symbols. Uh-huh. When you serve in the military, you march to the different drum. It takes a special man and a very special woman to serve. To all of the veterans I've known and loved, thank you. Thank you for your service to our country. Thank you for putting yourself in harm's way to keep us safe. Have you seen the great movie directed by Rob Reiner, A Few Good Men? It's got a great cast. It's really well written. Try to watch it. There's, of course, a a great dramatic climactic courtroom scene where the Tom Cruise character, Lieutenant Daniel Caffey, a military lawyer, is cross-examining Colonel Nathan Jessup, played by Jack Nicholson. And they're going back and forth. And at one point, the Cruise character screams, I want the truth. And then Nicholson character says, you can't handle the truth. Then he says this, son, we live in a world that has walls. And those walls have to be guarded with guns. You don't want the truth because deep down in places you don't talk about at parties, you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. I know that we're all supposed to be rooting for the Tom Cruise character, but I totally agreed with Jack Nicholson's character. I want you on that wall and I need you on that wall and I appreciate it. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for your service. Back to my first question. How often do you forget to say thank you? One-on-one people. Take some time today to thank a veteran for their service. And you know what else? Take some time to thank the people who do things for you. Say thank you. It means a lot. I'm Gloria Moraga. I hope to have a very special guest on next week on one-on-one. If not next week, then soon. Her name is Paula Padine. She is a veteran. She is a whistleblower. And she's a very good friend. I met her when I worked in Washington, D.C. We worked together at the Bureau for a while, and then we stayed friends through the years. She's written a book along with co-author Doug Williams called A Sacred Duty. It's about veterans' hospitals in the United States that delayed providing care for service men and women, and then covered it up. Paula blew the whistle on some of these administrators, and she was punished for it. The book gives us a rare inside look at what whistleblowers must endure just for doing what is right. It's a great book. I'm Gloria Moraga please subscribe to my podcast. And the transcript of this podcast will be posted on my website, gloriamoraga.com. I'll also have links to information for veterans. If you know a veteran, please share. And you can watch the video I created as a salute to our veterans on YouTube. And the link will be there. It's on my YouTube channel. I'm Gloria Moraga. Be safe. One-on-one. Communicate. Talk to each other. Take care. Take care.